0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Reggae Pop Culture Podcast One on One. This is our new interview show. Um, it's something that sort of just came up or sort of we just got the idea for. So, our very first guest on the interview show is Michaela, a model, actress, cosplayer, everything. She's just, <laughs> she's got it all. Um, so, Michaela, how are you today?
1: Ooh, hello. I'm, I'm good. I'm excited to be the first person to be on this. Cool.
0: <laughs> this is my know, first podcast,
1: awesome. too.
0: There you go. Maybe you can be a regular someday. I don't know if you can fit us in. Um, <laughs> so just so that we get an idea of who you are, um, what are your hobbies? What are the things that you love? Um, can be geeky, can be not nerdy at all?
1: Um. Okay, well, <laughs> that's probably what everyone would answer in your audience, but obviously video games because... They're super fun and if I mean pop culture, I don't know much pop culture like TV wise or movie wise because I literally like in my free time, I always mm-hmm. choose gaming, especially League of Legends.
0: Um, oh, nice.
1: Right now, I'm playing some Halo 3. Um, I you know, literally Wars just
0: put an article about Halo.
1: Oh yeah, there's a new one coming out, right?
0: Yeah, Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. I also like rock climbing a lot and you know fitness and exercise nice and then I would say cosplaying but that is like so turned into kind of like part of my career that I don't know if I can say it's a hobby anymore so
0: (laughs) well the funny thing is that uh, I know a lot of cosplayers um I come from Hawaii of course and uh, I lived there for most of my life um up until last year actually and and um a lot of my friends over there into cosplay um so there's quite a big contingent of people who actually really enjoy that so in Hawaii? Yeah, in Hawaii, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh my former coworkers at Blockbuster back when I worked there. Uh we used to talk about cosplay and everything. I, I do not cosplay because I have no sewing talent or anything like that. I can't do it. I am not an artist. I am more of a writer. So but um but I know a lot of people who are very, very much into it and who create their own costumes and stuff and I just find that so incredible. I, I think it's amazing, <laughs> actually. It's really it's it's a talent. It's a skill. Um, so to see your cosplay and to see what you do with these characters and how you capture the essence of the characters, I really enjoy that. I love seeing that. Um, and the, the recent Cyberpunk shoot that you did, that was really awesome. Really awesome. Looking forward to that game a lot. So are you looking forward to that one as well?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and that one was really cool because um, it was a partnership with um, – the glasses company. So they oh. gave me the glasses, and then they said, hey, whatever of your followers wins, we'll also ship them a pair of the glasses. And it's funny, like, I feel so immersed in like the cosplay community when I've, I've only been doing it for like a year and a half. <laughs> I've only been acting, you know, modeling, cosplaying for a year and a half, but it's, it. I don't know, I feel like I just jumped right into it with no knowledge, but it's worked out, and I've loved it, so.
0: <laughs> awesome. What was your background, if you don't mind me asking, before cosplay?
1: That's a good question. (laughs) I um, played soccer for 15 years. I was set on that. That's what I was going to do. I didn't really have a plan B. I got 12 scholarship offers to play in college. And then (laughs) I had my fifth concussion. And it was the worst one of them all. And I absolutely couldn't play anymore. I couldn't even head the ball. I almost had to missed my first year in college just because I couldn't even do academic work. Um, once I got, you know, that one away, I couldn't play soccer. So I had to change my path. So I picked business. Um, so I graduated b- with business management mm-hmm. and, you know, the concussion didn't affect, you know, intelligence level, or whatever. I still graduated highest honors in business and liked it. That's awesome. And then as a, 20, I as a 21 year old, um, I graduated and went as the regional health care manager for a national healthcare care company uh, where I lived. And I did that for two years and it specifically helped pregnant women that had opioid dependencies. So that was oh, a wow. really fun, rewarding job. Yeah. But just, you know, like I say, at the end of the day, I, business, it really, um, especially as a 22 year old, you can't like, maybe if you're like a 35 year old, like quirky business person, you can pass that off. But when I was 22, it was like, just act super professional. So I really had to water down my personality Mm -hmm. to act professional, like the corporate side of it kind of got in the way of the personal side. And, um, you know, on the weekends on the side, I, I was doing acting just like extra work and stuff, but it was coming super easy. And then I hit kind of a crosswords at my work and I thought, you know what, if I never stop and just fully try to pursue acting with my full time, because I'm Mm -hmm. doing so much with just like on the weekends, I would regret it. So I said, I'll give it a year, see how it goes. If it goes well, I'll keep doing it. I didn't even know what cosplay was. (laughs) And um, a music video I was doing for a hip hop artist, um, you know, the director was really chill. He was like, wear whatever you want to. And it was when the KDA skins just came out in league, and <laughs> I didn't know what cosplay was. I just thought they were cool skins, and I wanted to look like KDA Collie. <laughs> so I reached out to him. I sent him a picture, and I was like, "Hey, can I like wear this to set?" And he's like, "Yeah, it looks awesome." So I dressed up as KDA Collie, and then a photographer over Instagram, Jeff Jenkins, um, he reached out to me and said, "Hey, can I shoot your KDA Collie cosplay sometime?" It's great. I had to Google what cosplay was. <laughs> and I was like wait what sure so then we did a shoot together and I really liked it and then I had a princess bubblegum outfit from you know a, holo- a past Halloween I was like can we shoot this too and it's like yeah sure looks great so <laughs> we shot my princess bubblegum and then since then me and Jeff have done like seven shoots together and then I've just never stopped cosplaying <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, they all look really good. I can say that, um, you know, I, I became a fan of yours, I think, through Instagram and uh, actually I'm am a, am a patron of yours. So um, which is really fun, actually. And it's it's built, you know, you can build that community up and you can build an mm-hmm. audience through that. And uh, and I think it just it it just looks great. I mean, I every single time you come out with a shoot, it just looks amazing. So wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. thank you. I. I never knew, I, I've, I've, personally, you know, people can't see me. I have blonde hair. <laughs> I've always thought, like, some of my uh, personal appeal was because I was blonde. And I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, what I'd look like if I wasn't blonde. But I've been surprised, like, trying out every single wig color. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I like it. I love the red hair, surprisingly.
0: I, I love it, too. Actually, that's one of my favorites. You did the blossom, <laughs> the, the adult blossom Powerpuff yeah, Girls yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was, like... I was like, whoa, that that looks very good. And I've never
1: had short hair either. So it was weird seeing myself with short hair.
0: (laughs) Would you ever consider cosplaying as like Dark Phoenix from X-Men?
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Some are just, you know, so elaborate. I'd have to work a lot on them. The more popular characters, it's easier to get Mm -hmm. um, costumes for. I've only ever had to make one. um, And it was because... One of the patrons chose the tier, like, pick your own. Oh, and
0: yeah.
1: I'd never heard of the character. And the internet had, like, two pictures of it. <laughs> so Really? I, yeah, so I, like, I made that cosplay. And then I'm going to have to make my Katara one because a patron has it for, like, this month is when the award is. Or reward is. And, um, you know, if you get it, it's going to take, like, two months to get here for some reason. So I'm oh, just going to make that one. I got a tablecloth for the white part of her dress well, we'll see how that goes i i think i can pull it off but i would love to make the costumes but because cosplaying isn't what i do full time i don't know if it'd be sustainable but during covid i've had <laughs> so much time to focus on cosplaying and that's been really fun and i've definitely seen the result on my instagram following from like focusing on it
0: oh yeah yeah uh there's there's a lot of cosplay fans out, out there i'm sure yeah i'm sure you, that you know that <laughs> ends they are They will flock to it especially like anime fans and like you know and and of course you know comic book nerds like me um (laughs) who really enjoy that sort of thing so um one of my friends her name is is leah rose and she's like a really good cosplayer really awesome and she actually cosplayed as rogue from x-men
1: the costume
0: it did like this the streak in the hair and the whole deal it was awesome yeah. yeah yeah so um Also, a character that you should look into, if I may suggest, um, is uh, a character that is near and dear to my heart is Stephanie Brown from the Batman books. Uh, Hmm. She goes by the name Spoiler. So and she was Batgirl and she was Robin at one point during the history of the character. So if you look into that, you might actually find some inspiration there.
1: I never even knew that.
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of an obscure character. Not a whole lot of people know about her. Um, (laughs) For me, she's like, she's my favorite comic book character of all time. So. Oh,
1: that's cool. That's unique though. I bet there's not a lot of people that have done her. I mean, I did the Harley Quinn with a Batman. That was fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was. That was
1: was also, that was with Jeff as well. And I was, I was showing up. I was like, oh, I'm in Harley Quinn. He's like, hey, I was going to shoot like Batman at the same time. Is that okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, we can like shoot together. He's like, that's what I was thinking. And then I also have Nidalee in Batman. I i oh, yeah,
0: those I pictures
1: saw that. yet. I really wanted to do like some sort of giveaway thing of like, whoever has the best caption wins the one where it's like <laughs> Batman with Nidalee Spear and me as Nidalee looking at him like, you're not a jungler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought the Harley Quinn and Batman shoot was really cool. And then it turns out that in the comics right now, they're kind of having Harley Quinn team up with Batman in a way. So mm-hmm. it actually fits. It works perfectly. Um, so apart from cosplay, um, how has your acting career been going and how has your like modeling career been going? Because um, I think you had mentioned something about like, you, you know, where you post the modeling uh, pictures and stuff like that has is going to it's going to become like part of Patreon or something like mm-hmm. that, or you're going to move it over to Patreon now.
1: Yeah, I, I never really wanted to have two platforms like I had Members I O, and then I had patreon um but members actually reached out to me because they were just made and they had this whole deal like hey you know we'll put you as one on the discover page we want to use one of your quotes for the website your face will be on the website you get like a you know like a bonus when if you come on early and i was like okay that sounds fun so i tried it out and i guess it's shutting down so um i'm moving all that to patreon when i made my patreon account I think I had like 5,000 followers and, you know, Mm -hmm. eh, I don't want to say anyone can do cosplay. I mean, they can, and anyone can dress up if they want to. And like, it'll be entertaining to see their cosplay. But if I was just me, like I was, when I started acting and modeling, I like didn't have any professional photos. I was just doing extra work. I, Mm -hmm. I could not have actually gotten people to sign up for like, here's behind the scenes. There's me in the background in the corner because I'm just an expert. So now I'm actually like, I know I'm just starting a TV series um, next month. I should have a movie come out into Redbox next month. And like, I'm actually doing all these bigger things. It's actually, it is pretty cool and worth it to to be on there now. And I never thought ever about modeling, but that just kind of came with it. When you act and you cosplay, Mm I mean, if you see famous actors, they, they kind of do it all because, you know, you're, oh, you're an actor. Like, let's put you in a commercial. Let's take photo shoots. Like it kind of comes with it. Popularity on Instagram. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I like being transparent with, like, me, not just the cosplays. You know, showing everyone pictures of me every now and then. And there's so many great photographers around. Like, all the photographers I shoot with, it's just collaborations. Like, I don't, you know, I don't have to pay them to take my photos. We are just like, hey, you want to go pick a spot and, like, shoot some really cool photos? Yeah. And um, nice. I'm actually signing with an agency. I don't know where your, <laughs> where your fans are to, like, know if they'll know this. I'm in Tennessee. So, <laughs> I have an agent in Nashville that's for modeling. I'm about to sign with one in Knoxville that's for modeling. Then I have one in Atlanta that's for acting. So...
0: They do There's shoot a lot in Atlanta. Movies. I know that.
1: Yeah. Atlanta yeah, Georgia. is huge with film. Yeah. So
0: maybe something on the walking dead.
1: Oh, okay. So the TV series, <laughs> in. the head wardrobe, the guy that does all the wardrobes for the walking dead is our mm-hmm. wardrobe guy.
0: Oh, wow. There you go.
1: So I've got like the in on the knowledge. You of the got walking it. It's like, yep. that's the guy he's been there since day one yeah make friends with them
0: maybe he'll <laughs> he'll put you in the show he'll put you on walking dead there you go
1: <laughs> yeah just don't make me a zombie please no
0: no <laughs> um so you're a big league of legends fan yes
1: yeah i can explain it. it's kind of a funny story how i got into it if you want me to explain it. sure
0: sure please do Yeah, coming
1: from a girl's perspective because i know a lot of guys play it so how did a girl start playing league of legends well first of all gaming in general I mean, I do have a brother that's like, everyone's sibling a brother is close to my age. I've always been competitive, though. I've always liked gaming. We gamed together all growing up. But mm-hmm. League of Legends actually joined in college. I'm 25 now for the reference. So probably been like four years I've been playing it. Um, the guy I was dating in college, he always <laughs> was playing this game called League of Legends. Mm-hmm. And I had mm-hmm. no idea, because I'd never PC game before. We were so Nintendo and PlayStation growing up. And oh, yeah. um, it took up all of his time. And I, I didn't get why he couldn't text me back in 40 minutes. Like he would not pause. He was an ADC main and he like was serious about a CS, which I didn't know that at the time. Cause I didn't play, but I'd text him like, Hey, you want to go get dinner in the cafeteria and like, wait 40 minutes. And he'd go, sorry, I was in game. And I'm like, what do you mean you're in game? He's like, I'm going to go play league of legends in the, the, you know, like the student center. And I'm like, why can't you talk to me when you are playing this game? Like, hello. He's like, this is serious. I need to play. And I didn't want to be that girl. That was like, mm-hmm. stop playing your video games and hang out with me. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll be right back. I got my laptop and <laughs> downloaded League of Legends and um, how Mika, 01 Mika, my name and, and Mika, the nickname in general, I had one friend in college who called me Mika and I was just making the username. I'm like, what do I name myself on here? And my friend walks by and goes, Oh, Hey Mika, what's up? And I was like, okay. My <laughs> will name myself Mika and um then I had a friend she I was zero one Mika she was like zero one Becca and like we both we, we both joined League of Legends and all his friends were like okay dude well you think it's so cool now but just wait two weeks she'll be off it it's like okay it is um four years later and I'm cross-playing so yeah that never stopped and I'm actually a higher rank than him like not to brag
0: but well, there you I, go.
1: I text during the game. Like, looking back, I'm like, that was a little bit on the stingy side. You can't text me back. Like, You respawn. I click, I'm going back to the turret, and I like get a quick text and... it, yeah, in. Kind of, it's like,
0: have your priorities <laughs> straight, you know? <laughs>
1: he was a, a Timo main, and, and I didn't know what that meant. But now looking back, I'm like, okay, okay, that's probably why it didn't work out as much.
0: Well, here's the thing. I, <laughs> I actually have never played League of Legends ever in my life um, because uh, I know that I'm going to get addicted to it. Yep. And I know that, like, you know, so to me, it just, it it looks very complex to me.
1: It's very complex, especially all the builds you can do and the yeah. gameplay and how, like, each patch changes. So, like, you can think, you know, and then there's, like, a new meta and some champs are yep. nerfed and some are, are good now, some aren't. Yep. And, it's so mean. It is such a toxic community. Like, even Valorant's nicer. Like, I'll watch my roommate play Halo, and he'll be like talking to people, Hey, how's your day? Hey, dude, it's pretty good. In League, you can put in the chat, Hey, how's our <laughs> friend, Like, shut the F up. Go after wow. blah, Wow. And you're like, Okay. Wow, <laughs> like, they're they just either. there
0: to win, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but not yeah, not it's there to so make. So... <laughs> it's, it's like top model in there. We're not there to make friends, we're yeah. there to win. Uh, um so yeah it just it it reminds me a little bit of destiny because i was big into destiny and destiny 2 for a while um in terms of like you know how the meta changes and how like Mm -hmm. you have like the various builds that you can do and i was horrible at that like i had to i had to watch like the community videos to understand like what exactly what what this build was for and what that build was for and um i remember watching like a lot of walkthroughs for like the raids and that sort of thing so for me it's always been I've always been more of an action gamer, like straight up action gamer type, mm-hmm. who just runs in guns blazing and is like, you know, I just Leroy Jenkins it basically. That's <laughs> that's what I do um when I play games. But um so it doesn't lead to a good KD ratio in Call of Duty at all. But um <laughs> but questions though what I like about it is I do like the character designs and I like the fact that you know like with your cosplay and everything like I can see the character in that
1: oh thanks that's the character the cat connection like yeah. why I like acting is I like identifying you know with the, the role I'm playing <clears throat> and then when I started cosplaying it was the same thing my number mm-hmm. one thing with the cosplay is you know showing their expression I, I don't want it to look like me dressed up as the character every time. I wanted to look yeah. like that character, and that's why I stick to ones I know really well. And that's why a lot of mine are league. But even like I did Android 18, I have not actually like you know seen Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> but I I literally researched clips of Android 18, her talking, her mannerisms, so that when I cosplayed her, I mm-hmm. could you know you could see her in it, and I. I was pretty proud of like looking at her not even knowing the character that much i i saw what i like looked up about her and everyone else was saying oh my gosh i so you're embodying age 18 and yeah that made me feel good i I like i like knowing the character so i can you know get the expression down
0: yeah and i like the fact that you post like the you usually will post like a picture of the character or something and it's usually Mm -hmm. with that particular expression that you're trying to capture and I can see it definitely. So, like, even with League of Legends, with characters that I don't really know all that well,
1: mm-hmm. I can still
0: see it just by the way that you you just capture the essence of the characters. So that's cool. Um, that's why I
1: like the side by sides for the people that like, oh, they haven't seen that show or they haven't, they don't play League. Yeah. Um, then that's why I put like the side by side. Like, this is what I was going for, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you said you've been playing some Halo Three lately.
1: Yeah, I, and I know that's like a. It was definitely hard to get into because, Mm -hmm. you know, the people left on Halo 3, they're good at it. (laughs) Like, they they know how to play the game. There's no, like, people like me that are just sitting there like, I think I'm going to, like, start playing Halo 3. So I started playing that. I started playing Valorant, which reminded me when you said, like, they're just rushing in thing. Uh I I only, I played the tutorial. (laughs) Valorant, I rushed in so hard. But for some reason, I don't even know if my key was stuck. But the W, <clears throat> to run forward, mm-hmm. I couldn't get it to stop. Like, my oh, no. head just kept running oh, forward. God. And I was like, oh. yes, I'm rushing in. So I just would be like going in guns ablazing. blazing. I did get like a double headshot with a shotgun once. I felt good about that. With a but the rest, shotgun? The rest it was, it was kind of rough. I have-
0: That's pretty impressive.
1: I don't know a ton about guns. What I've learned about guns is actually from Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you've played that. Oh, yeah. There's such a yeah. variety. And I, I don't know. I was always in a sight, assault rifle type person. And I've known that since Left 4 Dead. But that was one of my first like video games I got into kind of like with friends. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I don't have a huge friends list. So for me, it's like hard to get into the multiplayer because I usually just solo queue mm-hmm. and then I end up like... Getting involved with these games with like all these guys were like in a clan or something and they all just team kill everything. <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there going like, oh man, you know. So I play mm-hmm. a lot of campaign stuff. That's sort of my my bread and butter. But um Oh,
1: did you do The Witcher?
0: I didn't do The Witcher. You know what? Um you I have Witcher it. 3 mm-hmm. and I've played a bit of it and I just like and then some other new game got came out and I just kinda, you know, had to shift into that other game or something uh especially with the website and all that so you know Mm -hmm. trying to review games and everything when we don't have access to like early copies and stuff like that because we're just a small you know small beginner kind of operation right now um but like yeah when it comes to like games like witcher that's definitely more my type of game Um, it's
1: so intricate too the witcher is so intricate like even um we got to the expansion pack part oh yeah. Uh, my roommate and I, and it was, it was so intricate. And that after like doing the Witcher, I was like, I have to do a Siri cosplay. Like <laughs> that was just such a good character. And I still want to do, uh, like, I like Triss a lot. And then I also like the red hair <laughs> look. So I wanted to do a Triss cosplay. I actually just ordered a Poison Ivy one just because oh. it was on sale for like $11 from a company I'd like. So it's like, you know what? I wow. have the wig i'm being poison ivy and batman that i shot with for harley quinn wanted to shoot again so maybe i can be poison ivy this time
0: that's awesome you should you should yeah um you should find like a cosplayer like find a couple other cosplayers and do like catwoman harley quinn and poison ivy and do gotham city sirens
1: oh that would be so cool i made a cos i made my first cosplay friend um well, I actually, like, moved recently, so it's kind of like my, one of my first friends here, <laughs> and a cosplay <laughs> friend, because I'm going to be at MetrothamCon as a guest, and then she's also going to be one of the guests, so then we just became friends, and um, we shot Trunks and Android 18 together, and then we've just, like, you know, just been hanging out, probably going to do another shoot soon, but we're also, um, we've been asked to co-host MatrothamCon's lives, like, oh, wow. every Monday, so that could be something that's fun too bad it got delayed it was supposed to be in may It was when the con was actually supposed to be but now mm. it'll be october
0: oh fingers crossed <laughs> with the way yeah, things are going no one there. knows when the
1: stuff's gonna like go right? i
0: know and i miss cons because like i i went to um just a few years ago i went to my first one in hawaii and stuff it was very small you know but like it's it's actually grown quite a bit over the years um so by the time that I left in, in 2019 last year, um, and almost exactly a year ago actually, um, mm-hmm. I had gone to my last convention there, which was in like July of last year. And um, I met Rose McIver from iZombie and I met like Amy Acker from Angel. <gasps> And um, and a whole bunch of other people, because I was just like, you know, uh, we, we sold our house over there, and so I was just like, man, I'm just gonna go like, you know, crazy and just meet all the people that I can when I'm there. Mm-hmm. So conventions are just so much fun, you know what I mean? Like you get to network with people that you wouldn't meet. you get to go around Artist Alley, which is like it's horrible for me because I end up spending so much money at Artist Alley <laughs> because I really want to support everybody there and like and there's just so much cool art and so much like like comic book stuff and just Mm -hmm. yeah that's like that's my place like I could live in artist alley at a convention for a long time
1: this is crazy but I've only been to like one tiny con before and it was in my KDA colleague the first um cosplay I ever did and I was like I should try to go to a con uh because of my friends were in town that like that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and i i just felt this was when i was just getting into it but i'm such like on the gaming like mm-hmm. movie tv side of cosplay I'm, I'm branching into anime now and i totally like even if i haven't seen the show i'm connected with enough cosplayers i know what they're cosplaying now but back then i had no idea and i felt so lost at the con i was like i don't know what anyone is here i don't belong here so then i didn't go back and so like my first real con will actually be a cosplay guest at and they're gonna put me in i don't know they'll give me a table in like the gaming section or something i Mm -hmm, think mm -hmm. so that'll be fun i'm just like like a ton of steps ahead of my actual knowledge like things are moving so fast for me. I need to like actually catch up on the knowledge because it's kind of crazy I'll be a guest before I've even like attended a con.
0: I, I'm, I'm the same way though. When I went to like some of the cons that I went to and I saw like a bunch of anime characters and I'm like, wait a minute, who are you? <laughs> you know? Yeah, some just... of
1: the smaller ones are, are kind of weird though. There can be like really small like strange ones where everyone, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to describe it but we walk into some rooms and it, <laughs> Like, I don't know what was going on in here. Like, it was just a weird con, the one
0: I went to. <laughs> I wanna to go to Dragon um, Con now. Oh yeah, my one of my friends, um, uh, she goes to, or she went to Dragon Con every year. Like, it was supposed to be pretty soon, but they canceled it, of course, and postponed it. And I don't know, man. You know, like, th- th- this year has just been so weird. And like, the, the things that are going on in the world are just so strange. <laughs>
1: It's been, yeah. It's, it's been so weird, career wise too. Because the whole film, like, like yeah. I just was like, I'm gonna go into film, and so like I said, I had that year, and the year went really well. I thought COVID would just stop what I had, like that I was about to do this year from happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it hit me at both ends. Like mm-hmm. what I did last year hasn't come out yet because it's been delayed by COVID. Because you can't have a premiere. Oh. You can So like nothing came out. And then I wasn't able to do any of the things I'd already booked for this year. So I was like, I'm at a full-time stop and everything's been postponed to the end of this year for coming out, but like, we'll see if that'll even happen. It seems like it's, you know, there's still some things going on. I Mm -hmm. did a short film, 12 hour short film last um, Saturday. And then I have a music video I'm doing on Sunday, but uh, still it's, it is slow bad timing, but yeah, I know there's a lot of people in worse situations.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just been a, uh, I don't even know how to characterize it or how to describe it really. It's everything is like, even my job to like, I don't have a job right now. Like this is kind of my job. Like I'm making it my job to just kind of run this website and hopefully, uh, gain an audience and keep building it. But like, I can understand where it's been. It's, it's so hard for, for everyone right now in the world. And I just think that, you know, the more positive things that we can put out there and the more like the, the work that we do that can be used to like cheer people up right now is something that's sorely needed. And like, and one of the things that really kind of inspired me was like, you know, the actor Patrick Stewart Mm -hmm. from Star Trek and from X-Men and everything like, like he just, when, when the lockdown happened, when COVID just started and, and everybody was locked down, he just started doing this thing called, you know, where he just read like a sonnet a day. Huh. And I was like, and he just filmed it and he put it on Facebook and Twitter and every place. And and I just was like, well, this this is really something that's cool because it's, it's a little thing, but at the same time, it's so positive and it's so like life affirming. And mm-hmm. it's spreading the joy of, of love like of literature and, and things that we, you know, things that we love basically all of us. And so for me, this website is something where we just want to put out like positive vibes basically and, and talk about movies and talk about, you know, people with, you know, like your career is going to skyrocket when this thing is over. I can tell you that much. Like, I think it will. Okay. And thank
1: you. <laughs> if I, not, I will side hustles now. <laughs> that I've started, no, I like, mean,
0: seriously though, like the cosplay, you can, you can tell from like the cosplay, like you're already, you're, you're gaining a lot of followers and a, and a big following and you're going to, it's just going to get better and better as it goes. Um, you know, my, my, one of my best friends is um, what she does is she does like pins, like Disney pins, like fantasy pins. Okay. And her stuff is amazing. And she started out with, you know, like hundreds of followers and now she's up to like over 6,000. So just on Instagram alone. And I'm just like, you know, I, I constantly cheer her on even when she, even when she's like, Oh man, I'm so tired. And I'm just like, yeah, I understand, but you're doing great. And you know, it, it's so amazing to me that like these little things, these little positive things can help people. It can help us grow and it can help other people just feel better about their circumstance. So.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like my patrons, I, I literally like you included are probably the thing that brings me the most encouragement followers <laughs> too. I don't like, you know, I don't have a huge, you know, support system coming from my family. I have, mm. I have good friends and stuff, but it, it does feel like I'm kind of on my own path and seeing the, all the encouragement from Instagram is, is probably what has actually kept me going on with this path. And then people like my patrons that, actually are so supportive that they're willing to support like actually like support me in it so i can buy more cosplays and do the of stuff especially with covid that is mm-hmm. i've like not had to get a part-time job because of that like wow. that's great because i like when i cosplay i build my brand as well it's not mm-hmm. like I have to something totally random like part-time that would not go into that and now i guess since i've somehow gained a hundred thousand followers on instagram this year you can like make money from that people yeah. like, like yesterday people are like, I'll send you a free diamond ring. If you just take a picture in it, I'm like, yes, <laughs> I don't even have jewelry, but I'm like, yeah, I like went and got a ring. Like I just size my fingers because I don't know the size of any of my fingers, especially because I started rock climbing. So I'm like, I'm probably like fatter now. Let me go check. But it's crazy. And I'm partnering with like a local business um, on Tuesday and they're going to do a giveaway with me, which sounds super fun. It's the vintage store that I have so many outfits from. Um, it's going to be like a little personal shopper thing. If you win, I'll go in and like pick out an outfit for you and then they'll send it to you. So that'll be fun. But yeah, I've liked, especially like supporting the local community here too. My favorite pizza place, like sent me some free pizza and like a t-shirt because when I did my pizza delivery saver, I like mentioned them in it. So it's, it's really fun. The people that, you can connect with, but I'll just say, like a year ago, mm-hmm. I did not think that my Saturday would be me standing in a Barbie box dressed as a 50s Barbie, um, waiting outside a fake club. I,
0: <laughs> I saw that shoot and I was like, that's interesting. So that's for a short film?
1: Yeah, but the box wasn't cardboard, it was wood. It was oh so my God. I'm how, still sore.
0: How did you deal with that? That's... yeah i
1: don't know because all your weight was on the back of it and there was so much in the front yeah that oh was my gosh that was hard yeah we're gonna need a budget for that one <laughs> we're, <laughs> like, we're gonna like pitch this to people and you know like try to get some investors in a budget so we can have real boxes make it a feature film <laughs> which they told me while i was on set it's like wait this is gonna be a something more sweet that, that reminds me of the red box film i was literally on set as a supporting role and they're like oh yeah guys this will be great on red box i'm like what like yeah you didn't know that this was like gonna be in Redbox. i'm like what? no was someone gonna tell me that how does everyone know that but me
0: were they <laughs> oh, were they is also gonna re- were they gonna what? release it theatrically as well
1: i don't know it was it's supposed to be like you know netflix made netflix originals so this is supposed oh. to be a Redbox original oh yeah
0: awesome. yeah yeah i okay i vaguely remember that like they oh, were pushing yeah, it was that a
1: long while ago it was supposed to come out like huh Long while ago, but COVID. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then that happened, and just everything got derailed. Um, so, okay. So we've talked about League of Legends. We've talked about Halo. We've talked about Valorant. So, what other games did you grow up with, and did you love growing up?
1: Um, Super Smash Brothers on sixty four, and then of course, course, (laughs) I still I I still play it. I went to the beach on vacation this year. And I brought my Nintendo 64 and brought (laughs) Smash Brothers (laughs) to play while we were there. Um, Pokemon Stadium on Nintendo 64.
0: Classics.
1: Yeah, also also really fun, classic. This this one is a curveball, but my brother and I really liked the Lego Star Wars game. We won all of that. And then Narnia. Narnia. I don't know if it's just because I was young, but Narnia the Witch in the Wardrobe had a video game. And yeah, yeah, it yeah, was it so fun.
0: Wow, <laughs> I don't think I ever played that. Honestly, <laughs> I remember it though. I remember they had like, what was that on PlayStation or was that on Nintendo sixty four as well?
1: PlayStation. I played PlayStation. that when I was in Australia. I remember because my mom's Australian, so we took a lot of trips over there. Oh wow!
0: Our,
1: we beat that game while we were there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I'm 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 actually. A little bit older than i look so for me it was like growing up uh it was streets of rage streets of rage 2 on the genesis that was kind of my game that was the game that made me a gamer um Hmm. that was the game where i played it and i was like i love the music i love like everything about it and i just like that was the day when i was like okay i am now a gamer for life oh have Um, you
1: played sorry this reminds me of that because you said genesis have you played cuphead
0: i have not played cuphead
1: I just started playing that because there's, a, there's actually a gaming bar uh, here where I live. So, of course, I'm going to go there. You drink and play games. Oh, um, yeah. It was, like, actually on the, like, the actual, like, system with the stick and everything. But then when I got home, I was like, that was awesome. I'm downloading it. So, I play it on Xbox. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's really hard, but it's I- so cool because the music is an actual orchestra.
0: Wow they spared no expense for that um yeah yeah, cuphead is like it's one of those games for what i hear it's one of those games where it's just brutal it's like old school difficulty so i don't know if i'm quite ready for that because i just i i i feel like i've gotten soft in my older age but um (laughs) playing all these playing all the modern games and stuff where it's not as difficult as the old ones for some reason i don't know why um, yeah, he
1: can just redo it and you, like you have back to your checkpoint. Cuphead's yeah. like, nah, sorry, start again. Yeah. And you're like, Cuphead no. is like,
0: nope, it's a boss rush and you just you better win or you die. Um, but I do know that they're they're coming out with like an animated show based around that, which is interesting. It's going to be on Netflix. Um, huh. And let me see what else. What else is similar to Cuphead that I loved?
1: Have you played th- this one? Oh, I'm so excited. My well, my Weapons Maker. Out of nowhere, made a weapon for it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you pit play Castle Crashers?" Yes. You've played that?
0: I played that. Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh, I I love it. My Way brother back in the and day. my neighbors and I would play it. All four of us. I was always the red electrocution person. <laughs> my friend was always the ice one, the blue one, and then my brother was always the fire one. It was it was great. We beat it on insanity mode. It was it was Whoa. so fun.
0: Nice. <laughs> um yeah castle crashers that was so awesome um i think of like like the scott pilgrim game the one that you can't download anymore that was a cool Uh, little game i know the movie yeah they made a game out of it too Um, makes
1: sense because it looked like a game
0: exactly yeah yeah so uh that's one of my favorite movies by the way i love scott pilgrim versus (laughs) the world um
1: yeah and i I love the comic oh i definitely
0: love the comic too uh So the game itself was actually pretty cool. The only thing that they didn't have in the game was they didn't have voice acting. Hmm. So it was all just like, you know, it it was very old school, like a brawler type of thing, kind of like castle crashers. You could play multiplayer with it. I believe you could. And, um, now they just, it, for some reason, they don't allow you to download it. If you, even if you own it, like you can't download it off Xbox live anymore. So, yeah, that kind of (laughs) sucks. Um, I think it's a licensing issue, so hopefully that gets cleared up and we're able to play it again. But who knows? Because uh, not too many people, I don't think, really remember Scott Pilgrim as an IP seems like. but <laughs> really good movie, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to try it if it comes back out.
0: Mhm Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, for me, there was a game called Guardian Heroes." That was back on like the saturn and then they sort of remade it on xbox 360 as an Mm -hmm. xbox live game they called it like advanced guardian heroes so that was cool um what else
1: have you played this is another co-op one i just recently you know like well i guess a year ago i have two roommates who are we're we're all gamers so we started playing like group games um what a way out
0: I have not. I do want to play that though. I do want to play that.
1: You have to have a partner, but like you guys, and it's pretty fast. It's the cool thing. We did it in like three days, but if whatever person you pick, you have a totally different experience. Like you do two things at the same time. Like there's one point where I was the driver, we're escaping from prison and then the (laughs) partner's the shooter. So it's, it's totally different. And then there's one part where this guy has to go and, you know, create a hole behind his toilet and escape and and i have to go distract the guards like it's it's totally different yeah but the ending i can't talk about it because you know (laughs) but i hope there's someone listening to this that knows how i feel and knows the ending because i was (laughs) so frustrated at it Uh, especially the character i chose i was so angry because i got so connected with my character that the end of it i was like buddy and then I had to play as him and I, I, it's hard to be vague, but I had no motivation to win.
0: So you can answer this or not answer this, depending on if it's spoilery, but is it because of story motivations or, or is it because of story reasons or character motivation reasons, or is it because of gameplay that made you, that made you sort of disappointed with it?
1: Oh, was the story. It, okay. No, it was the char- character of the story, but it's like, it's awesome at the same time. So I was like mad impressed. I was like, ah, you got me, <laughs> but. Arr. It's
0: a little, little Last of Us 2 kind of syndrome there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, did you play Last of Us 2 by any chance? No, I
1: really want to. And I've like heard enough about it and like listened to podcasts of it and without spoiling it completely. And I've seen so many cosplays of it that it looks great and I want to try it.
0: It's a good game. I, I, I liked it a lot. I can see why people have issues with it story-wise, but for me, I think overall, I really liked it. Um, and I like the fact that it was challenging. Like that's one of the things for me is that like, if you have a story in a game, I hope that because we played so many games now where it's just good guys and bad guys and that sort of thing. And I kind of want them to actually do something different or kind of challenge yeah. us on a certain level, you know?
1: That's why um, I like The Witcher, because it was yeah. like the make your own decisions. You could Google like, what's the alternate endings? And if you yeah. picked like, to say this specific thing to this specific side character, this person <laughs> would have died. I'm like, wait, Whoa. what? <laughs> that one was so crazy. But the ending that I got was Siri being a Witcher. So I was like, I was happy with that, especially That's a like good ending. as doing the Siri cosplay, I was like, cool. <laughs> i like it
0: i'm interested in seeing what they do with cyberpunk like i'm really excited for that game
1: yeah like, i'm excited for it now especially after like the yeah the cosplay I just did and the edits yeah. were insanely impressive yes like i have one main graphic designer who's just who's great he'll just e- edit whatever he's like you're doing um Uh, the avengers black widow just do a post like this for me and i'm like okay and then i always just send it to him after and then one day later he has an amazing edit and i'm like okay wow that's great
0: yeah i know like i i love that last uh cyberpunk edit the one that you posted on its own where your um uh, what was the pose that you were doing um anyway it was just like the one that you posted on your own on on its own and then you were like you were like this edit is amazing on patreon and i was just like i love that edit too I thought that yeah, was really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, um, they're
1: so, it's so cool seeing, you know, like me just submitting a normal picture of me standing there in the glasses and just being like, hey, can you edit this? And I, I um, it was the first time, I think it was Say Design, first time I had an edit from him and he sent it back and I'm like, what in the world? I didn't even have a spiky choker on. <laughs> like, how did that get there? Whoa, it looked so real.
0: Yeah, it did. I was like, I looked at that and I was like, wait a minute, what? Because <laughs> like, even you know, I noticed like, it and I was like, it looked so like, like yeah. okay, she just, she, she wore a spiky joker. Right? Yeah,
1: or like, it reminds me of, did you, did you watch the movie and especially the game where I loved it, Ready Player One? Yeah. Is that the name of it? Yeah. I love that, like seeing the people meet each other, like they were friends in the game, they saw each other outside the game, but they're still super cool and like played together in real life trying to defeat the guys. I, I love that.
0: That's the kind of thing that I do, though. I, I probably wouldn't last on long on a League of Legends server because I'd be that person who was always like, so I was like, hey, guys, how's it going? And then they'd just be like, get off here, you noob. But, you know. <laughs> no,
1: Yeah, there's like a really high barrier to entry on League of Legends because, like, you can't be bad. You can't be new or people are mad at you. And the thing that's so frustrating is usually the people that are the worst are the ones that are mad at you. I'll have, like, an 0-7 jungler that's, like, well, you won't get this, but maybe someone will. I'll have, like, an 0-7 jungler that's fed my lane being, like, whatever noob you lost lane. I'm, like, yeah, because of you. And, like, yeah, you know, it's because you suck. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I just pull a psychology move. I don't, like, yell back at them. I I try Mm -hmm. different things. I troll so hard. I like online games because I can talk with people and mess with them and I I do always pretend I'm I'm a guy people think like zero one Mika maybe they think it's Micah they're always calling me bro and I call them bro right back I'm like bros we got this they're like yeah guys we got this so (laughs) yeah but if they're if they're mad at me I'll just be like wow you have a lot of anger it it can't be mad at me like are you sad in life I'm sorry that you're taking this out on me and like all 100% of the time we've been like yeah, I am pretty sad. I'm like, it's okay. We can talk <laughs> it out. And like, like just switch their mode. It's so that's funny.
0: amazing. Usually
1: people just flame them back, but I'm like, is there a deeper underlying issue that that's causing you to be this angry about League of Legends? And they'll be like, yeah, there is. This happened today.
0: <laughs> You're just like, just like we can talk about it. It's a safe space.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, or I'll be like, I'm a 12 year old girl. They'll be like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm sad. Someone yesterday was like, this is on my stream. Of course, they're just blaming me, but they're like, "Uh, blah, blah, you're brain dead. And I was like, yeah, but I still have feelings. And that hurt
0: me. Oh my God.
1: And then it just made them laugh and they got off my case.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's actually the best way to troll people, I feel like. Like, seriously, somebody could do a case study on it. Everyone's yeah. so
1: toxic, they expect you to just hit it back, like, oh, I'm brain dead? Well, your mom's brain dead. Like, that's usually how people talk. But if you're just mm-hmm. like, yes, but I have a heart, I might not have a brain, but I have a heart and I have a feelings. <laughs> They're like, wait, that's what?
0: actually funny. <laughs> I would just be like, you're all right.
1: <laughs> They're like, all right, respect.
0: <laughs> um,. Okay, let's talk about movies. So, what movies do you love?
1: My favorite, to... my favorite movies. And I don't usually like rewatch that many movies, mm-hmm. but I've seen White Chicks probably like eight <laughs> times. Because anyone that hasn't seen it, I'm like, we're watching it right now. I love White Chicks. And then I love the Rambo series, especially the second one.
0: The second one? Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. That, interesting. I know that's like very different. Yeah, I like right now. I used to be like when I was younger. I used to love action movies. I'm I've just been so on a psychological thriller kick. Like (laughs) this is really embarrassing, but I watched The Sixth Sense for the first time earlier this year, and I loved it. I I just I love movies like that.
0: That was probably I I think Shyamalan's best movie. Yeah, I think so. Out of all the movies he's made,
1: plot twists. I've heard Unbreakable yeah. is good.
0: Unbreakable is good. That's my
1: weapon designer's favorite movie. <laughs> Just learned that. <laughs>
0: um, what is your opinion on Star Wars?
1: Oh, my. I not Just don't out of curiosity. I, I don't, I out of curiosity. I, I don't want people to hate me on this one.
0: Well, let's say original trilogy because we that that's,
1: that that You don't understand.
0: <laughs> I no? literally
1: I'm such a gamer, I've played Battlefront and I love the original Star Wars Battlefront. um I've played the Lego Star Wars game, I've beaten it, and I've seen the ones that have come out in the theaters. I've even cosplayed Princess Leia, I haven't posted it or anything. It was for a children's event. Mm-hmm, I'd like mm-hmm. to make, have little sword fights at Toyland for Christmas, giving away free toys you know to kids, but I haven't seen the original Star Wars
0: that's okay hey you know what that, that's something to watch let me tell you yeah that's on the watch list so there you go but um, i already know
1: the endings because i you know i've like oh yeah seen the new yeah. i've seen every new one like rogue one like all the ones that have come to theater i've seen them and i've really liked them
0: the interesting thing about rogue one is that it goes directly into the the first movie in the original trilogy like episode four so it it goes right into it which is pretty cool um and I love the Vader moment, the, just that battle with Vader at the end of Rogue One was so cool. Um, did you see Solo?
1: I, I was literally just about to say that. I, I love Solo, and I thought yeah. the actor did great. I thought he was so cool. I mean, I, I loved watching the movie. Maybe it's because it was the first time like my theater just made a dine-in theater, so I was eating really good chicken <laughs> tenders and fries and biscuits while I was watching it. That probably added to the experience, but I really liked it. I thought Han Solo was so cool. He-
0: yeah, and then- he did a really good job, like like surprisingly. Like, I know that everybody was like, oh, we don't want this movie because it's not Harrison Ford, but you know what? <laughs> I mean, if they're going to do a prequel movie, they chose somebody who did a decent job. So,
1: Yeah, but then again, I haven't seen the originals, so I was way more open-minded going into mm-hmm. it, it not being Harrison Ford.
0: Because I remember <laughs> when I first saw it in theaters, I did not like it. I, I went home and I actually I, I bought it on like voodoo or somehow on digital and I just and I rewatched it just on a whim and I was like, Well, you know what? It's not that bad. <laughs> like and then the more I watched it and sort of rewatched it afterwards, I was like, Okay, it's it's pretty good. It's it's fun. It's an adventure movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just it's straight up action adventure. You don't get too many of those now. So it was good. Nothing that isn't comic book related, I mean. So um Speaking of comic book related, let's talk MCU. What, what, which of the Marvel movies have you seen?
1: I think if this, I can answer. I think I've seen, I've seen most of them. I mean, I've seen every Avengers movie that there is. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen a lot of Marvel movies. I mean, I have two Marvel t-shirts. Apparently I, I just like, I don't know. I just found them in my closet. I was like, wow, these are cool. Um, and Comic book-wise, too, I have the original Thor comics. I was a huge Thor fan when the original Avengers came out. I have, like, a cardboard cutout of them. Not because I was that obsessed, but because it was, like, they they gave it to me when I was at Party City. Because they're like, hey, like, we're trying to get rid of this. Do you want it? And I was like, yes, I want that in my room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got the Hemsworth Thor.
1: Yeah, I have the, the Thor and in the original comic books and... Yeah, I had the little hammer too. So. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. So, um So, would you say, okay, so which side were you on, Iron Man or Captain America, let's say?
1: That was a good question. I was strongly in and looking at the characters, I was a Captain America fan. Mm-hmm. But it, and I, not so much Iron Man. I love Iron Man's character development, by the way, like through his whole journey in the avengers and his individual movies but yeah, i was so too. on iron man's side
0: you were on iron man's side
1: yeah surprisingly
0: interesting
1: i i i like i literally saw when it came out so i'm trying to remember the whole argument but i just know i was on iron man's side because bucky was out of control
0: mm-hmm. that's how i felt <laughs>
1: Like this dude needs to be handled. I know he's your friend, but he is literally killing people. Iron Man is just being an Avenger. You know the job, he's trying to protect people. Yeah. I'm sorry, like he got his emotions like so in the way. And I just remember one of the scenes was frustrating. I think they're like in a cave or something and they literally wanted to almost kill Iron Man to mm-hmm. protect Bucky. And I'm like, guys are, no, I was so on un... Iron Man side just to seem so much more logical. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I would say that, like, realistically, which is sort of where the MCU lives, you know, it's it's more of a realistic kind of world. So in comics, you can have people just flying around and doing whatever they want to do and being, like, vigilantes, and it's fine. Mm -hmm. But in the real world, you don't want that happening because people get hurt. And, like, and that's exactly what happened in the movies. And so it's like, you know, and... I, I love the fact that like Robert Downey Jr, the way that he portrayed Iron Man and just the, the fact that he he brought so much like emotional sort of weight to the role, mm-hmm. especially starting in like Civil War, where you could tell that he was just damaged at that point. Like he was just like, you know, that part where he he's trying to get Cap to sign off and he says just, you know, he's like, just give me a break you know and I I just that was the moment where I was like I kind of feel for this guy Mm -hmm. because like you can tell he's at the end of his rope yeah and and then when he
1: sacrificed himself I think that's like didn't he he was the one in one of them that flied through the mm -hmm. warp ending of the world because he just you know if you see him in his first Iron Man I like barely could even make it through you so cocky such like a (laughs) millionaire rich guy yeah um jerk and then he's the one that's like you know, sacrificing him, himself for the team. Mm-hmm. and Ultimately, you know, like in the end too, as well.
0: But I thought that was really cool. And Cap was the guy who challenged him. He said, you're not the guy <laughs> to make the sacrifice play.
1: And yeah. then
0: he ended up doing it. So Yeah,
1: that's, that, that was cool. That was a cool line too. The, the,
0: the two of them are like, they're so like incompatible as friends, but at the same <laughs> time, like at the same time, they're also inspiring each other to be better. Mm-hmm. in a weird way so it's like it, it worked out I like yeah. that rivalry um I, I liked it better than Batman versus Superman but that's just me um I
1: I like I could not logically get myself to watch Batman versus Superman <laughs> it was it was to the point where I avoided I went to a drive-in movie and I picked I picked some movie that like they were both playing one was behind me it was Batman and Superman And then there was another one. And I watched the other one because guys, Superman would win. I never watched it, but the dude can fly. He only has like, you know, the kryptonite is the only thing against him. He has laser vision. He's super strong. (laughs) Batman has a utility belt. I'm not dissing Batman, but Batman versus Superman should not have been a contest for Superman. I've seen Batman movies and seen how he's fought it's great for his world against real people like the joker that's just crazy without any powers but just is crazy and it's Mm -hmm. great and that's his world and he protects gotham which is basically like new york city realistic that's his world superman he comes from another planet like you said in the comic book type stuff it is okay if he's like a vigilante and he is and he's doing crazy stuff so when you mix those two worlds superman would just win so i just didn't watch it and, and i also don't like two heroes going against each other because you know in our minds they're like the ones we watch and root for and we're when they're against each other we're like wait what so i i couldn't watch it
0: oh that movie got really really dark too like it like just batman just being a dark brooding you know kind of an asshole kind of guy which hmm i don't know I don't know. I, I you know, when I first saw it, I liked it because I was in a dark place. And so like mentally and emotionally, I was just in that place of like, yeah, I want I want Batman to win because he's dark and broody like me. But you know <laughs> it it just um watching it back now, I'm just like, wow, I I don't know. I don't know about that. But they did try to come up with a reason for it, and it was just the most circular logic that I've ever seen in a movie. It just um, there are good points to it, and there are some very, very not so good points. So hmm. for me, a dark
1: place. The Dark Knight trilogy is a good, like dark <laughs> series, but Batman is the good guy. He is the good guy. Mm-hmm. So that could be a good, could have been a good mix. But I'm sure you've already, you already seen those at that point. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I love the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. yeah I, my Batman was Michael Keaton. So um, mm. so I've always liked like the Tim Burton films as well. And, uh, you know, I, I, hopefully he does do that comeback that they were teasing just a couple of weeks ago where they were saying that Michael Keaton might come back. But I don't know if he's gonna, but, you know, we'll see. Um, so what other types of movies do you like? Like besides comic book stuff, do you... And besides, like, White Chicks and all those ones that we mentioned already, like, are there any other ones that, that are in your top ten?
1: Beside the psychological thrillers that's so at the top. Mm, core, mm-hmm. Horror films, they're in the top sometimes, and then they're at the way bottom, just because the <laughs> way that the horror films are made, if it can reach that, like, kind of psychological thriller suspense, I love it. But yeah. I, I hate gore. So some horror movies I really like and, and I want to watch. And then some I'm like, I just regretted my life watching that. So it, it, it is such a risk that I have mm-hmm. not taken recently. I've taken way too many risks. After I watched Terrifier, I was like, oh my God, we are taking a break from horror movies for a while. Then I, when I finally was like, okay, I'll try again. I watched Chucky for the first time. That, that is a Creepy evil doll. Like, <laughs> I don't know how I felt about that one. Uh, are,
0: are you talking about the original or are you talking about the one with, uh, with where Mark Hamill voiced him? The one that just don't came out? I
1: know. Up? Whichever one was... Not that it wasn't the original because there was like an older Chucky um, and the guy had like captured him and he was like the oh, oldest Chucky. Yeah. There was like five Chucky's in the Yeah, flower. there
0: were, yeah. There's there a whole bunch of them. Um, and, and, and then just they just so... did the remake.
1: Yeah, they're so op the humans didn't stand a chance they're so op like <laughs> it wasn't even suspenseful watching it was like here's chucky killing people becoming people so <laughs> it wasn't wasn't like you know my my top at all and then some <laughs> sometimes this is so random but every now and then i like the really cheesy like obsession movies i don't know why i i really don't know why
0: hmm hmm Dude. Or, like, the,
1: like, just cheesy little movies. So I'll, like, watch it. Like, oh, what what is it on Netflix? To the Five Boys I've Liked.
0: Oh, like I, I haven't seen that. I haven't it seen that. It was
1: so cute. She had notes, like, to every guy that she's liked. There's five of them. Then her sister sends them. And they all get them. And they're all kind of like, well, maybe I like you, too. And then she, like, picked... it, it was just really cute. <laughs> those ones I have to watch alone. Because my roommates are like, we're not watching that. So those are the type of movies, like, if I'm alone, I'm like, I'll just... I'll watch these. Sometimes I can't make it through them, but then sometimes they're like really good, so.
0: Um, Did you watch Always Be My Maybe?
1: Oh, that sounds familiar.
0: Don't worry, Keanu Reeves has like an extended cameo.
1: I don't think so, but I've heard of it.
0: That's actually a good one. It's a a romantic comedy.
1: I see some, I got in a phase like for probably two months where I watched some romantic comedies. I probably at the bottom of my my list are like romantic movies stuff like I haven't seen The Notebook, stuff like that. Especially like kind of sad romantic movies. They make <laughs> that, that just makes me sad. I, I don't want to watch it. <laughs>
0: mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Or just like really gooey ones. Like I haven't seen these again, so maybe I would like them. But like A Letter to John was that one?
0: Oh yeah, I I've heard of it. I have. I'm probably it butchering these
1: of, yeah. games. but just like this so like the strictly like love show movies i don't watch but guilty pleasure i used to watch the bachelor it's too fake now i can't watch it, it hurts my brain
0: <laughs> i was like the saturday night live version of it yeah, where they have yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> the one guy's just sitting there on the bench and he just goes hi what's your name or something or he's like he's like tell me about yourself or something and that's like all that they do
1: all the spin-offs and parodies are great but if you watch like enough of them every season it's just the same same It it gets so just you know the person getting the final rose every night is like the bad guy and they always get to go on the one on two on one date and then they get sent home and everyone's cheering and you know, can I steal you and get more time? There's always that one person who's annoying. She's already <laughs> talked to him three times today. It's like, this happens every season. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I was living in uh, Nashville, I mean, they they were downtown a lot. I mean, I've, I've seen like 10 of them before, just out and about. Really? Yeah, I, I can't remember wow. the names. I I danced with one of them and then, Olivia, she was a, the one of the bad guys on one of the seasons. Like she bought me a shot. Like I was like, you're not a bad guy. What? <laughs> like were you faking that or like you seem really cool? <laughs> so
0: I don't know. It just shows you how like the the producers of the show they just want to like make somebody out to be the the villain, and you have the heroic ones and the villainous ones. And
1: yeah, oh, I got a, I got a taste of of, of how it goes um, when I was on NBC Universal's Blind Date because I was always kind of wondering how much of this is set up, how much of it isn't. Mm-hmm. I'm sure The Bachelor is way more fake, but my experience when I was doing um, Blind Date, it was like all real conversation, but there were pauses where the producers would like prompt us so we would be more entertaining. Oh. <laughs> like in my audition, I you know, I said oh, I can do a fire alarm. I know how to dance. I do a few moves like that would win in dance-offs. Cause like I do, I have like two moves that I do that I've won dance-offs with, but like that's all I know how to do. <laughs> so like they, they pause the dinner and be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, ask Michaela about her dance moves. And like, they'd be like, okay, I go. And then the thing that freaked me out is like the waiter came by and like asked for my drink. And I told him like what I'd like. And, and then we start, we kept talking, kept talking. And then she comes by and asks the same exact thing. And I'm like, oh i'm like blah blah apparently like she didn't do it right the first time but they didn't notify us so like she just came back around and asked the same thing and i was like wait what and in between scenes we weren't allowed to talk to each other like in between uh going different places like from lunch to like dinner um we were held in different spots because they didn't want us to talk and not get it on camera they didn't want to miss any conversation oh wow
0: jeez so that's kind of restrictive.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty restrictive. It, yeah, it it was still pretty pretty fun. Um, when I went on it, they were like, "What's your one? You know, with a with a guy, what's your deal breaker?" I was like, "Just probably not a frat guy." And then he ended up being <laughs> a frat guy. Oh no! And the producers were so quick that I think they like went to Walmart or something and bought the Solo cups. And oh they set God. up this huge frat party games where I had to play um, flip cup, which wasn't actually we played flip cup. It wasn't actually shown on um, in the time on TV. It did show us playing beer pong. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was kind of you know it was guided, but it was it was real. I guess apart from you know at the end it says we were we still playing a date like when I moved to Georgia and I was like okay. Uh, Definitely told them when they, when they asked me, you know, what's our relationship status. It was friends. I'm not dating guy, but sure. If if you want to say that (laughs) everyone likes a happy ending. Okay. (laughs) Um,
0: I I have not revealed this to anybody on the website or on the podcast, but like, um, my, my friend actually told me and she got me to watch the, the love is blind show on Netflix.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. I started watching that and I I, it was it was too much when I did skip the last episode I watched like the first three episodes and then like went to the end
0: (laughs) I watched I actually got surprisingly invested in that because I was like watching it and I was just like oh my gosh I still want to see these people fail but you know I I mean it's kind of like that when you're watching this this type of stuff and then you realize that of course you know the producers just they hype it up and they you know increase the drama here and add a pause here and that increases the drama there and
1: but not like a, a couple is still married. And then that, I think that yeah. they broke up on the show, but then they still are dating now. that Oh my gosh. Tatiana. Yeah. It's not Tatiana. It was some kind of weird name. She had blonde hair and she was a yeah. blonde guy. like Those guys are still together. They show up on my Instagram to discover. That's how I know. Gigiana <laughs> or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy show. I mean, like, that, that one girl who gave, like, her dog beer or something. Oh, <laughs> or gave, gave her dog, like, wine or something like that. I forget what it was, but it was just so crazy.
1: I watched that Too Hot to Handle show for some reason. It was really... Sure. It was hard to make it through. I wouldn't recommend
0: it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was... The people were... I don't know. It was It was somehow entertaining when, you know...
0: I mean, that's the thing, you know, it's kind of entertaining, but at the same time, like I feel bad for laughing at people, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what, this is kind of too it's, it's gold. so there's
1: there's a new show now called uh, "Love on the Spectrum," and I don't know how I, I don't know if I like it or not, because hmm. it's people with autism trying to date. Oh, and I'm what? like,
0: "What? I don't
1: want to make fun of them. Yeah, no. <laughs> but they're quirky, which is fun. But what is the I, – I don't – I, I want to know, like, what the heart behind that show is before yeah. I, like, watch yeah, seriously. more of it. Because I'm like, if if are people they... made this to laugh at these people, I hate it. But if people yeah. are just, like, trying to explain how it is with autism and, and you know, how they get treated – because they did go into that. There's one – the people are different. One mm. guy, he had some just legendary quotes that that are just hilarious – and you'd want to watch it and one girl's like this is how it is to be an autistic girl because you know it's diagnosed later and it looks different in girls and it's like this is great and very informative and then some of it's like oh that was awkward are they like okay with this shot I don't know I, I have really mixed feelings about it That's I'd love strange. to know your viewers' feelings on it because I, I, I don't know how I feel
0: yeah yeah I, I would be a little bit iffy on that one because it's like you don't really know if it's genuine, if it's like a genuine attempt or if it's like just they're doing it for shop value or what have you.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I, I have to look, I'd have to look into like who actually made it. And, you know, maybe if it's someone who has like an autistic child, oh, that's awesome. They're trying mm-hmm. to really get, you know, um, like to just learn more about it and how people function with it. But if it's not, and it's like, oh, we just wanted to like get good ratings. like, oh, what? No. <laughs>
0: That would be kind of awful, honestly. I remember yeah. a while ago um, there was a there was a show on Sci Fi Channel that was called um, back when they called themselves Sci Fi Channel. That was called uh, Who Wants to Be a Superhero, and it was produced by Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. And it was this yeah. super weird thing where people like dressed up as like superheroes and stuff, and and it was like a reality show where they had to. Yeah, they had this one guy who was a contestant and then he failed on the show and they turned him into like the villain of the season. Ah. Oh. And he what? like, and so he became the guy who like, he got a costume and he became the guy who like challenged them to do like all these things and I forget exactly what, but it was just, it was one of the most amazing train wrecks I've ever seen.
1: Wow. That, that, that it, sounds crazy.
0: Yeah. And they had like, their finale was on like the Universal Boardwalk or something, or like the Universal City Walk. And that's where they had their finale.
1: (laughs) Okay, that, interesting.
0: I don't know, but uh, that lasted maybe two seasons.
1: Hmm. There's so many shows out there now. I'd say that's a benefit for actors too. It's like, you know, I used to, it's crazy to think back. It used to be like, you have to watch something in theaters and then wait for it to come out on DVD. Yep. That's so crazy now. There's like people just filming stuff for Netflix, for Hulu, voodoo To Do. I I don't even know all the names anymore. But there's a lot of opportunities out there, and streaming services too. I do yeah. miss Blockbuster though. There's just something about like the experience of going to Blockbuster together and picking one out and then kind of back. Like, I don't know.
0: I miss that. Well, I used to work for them, so I miss oh. the paycheck, I guess. But Well, it wasn't that good, but, um, uh, I miss that store and I miss like the little mom and pop, like, you know, like Mm -hmm. the, the smaller video rental stores that you used to go to that used to have all these crazy movies and stuff. Like, I remember when I was living on Maui, there was a, an 88 cent rental store. And you could just go and rent movies for like 88 cents back then. And like new releases were like a dollar 50 or what have you. And, um, they just had some crazy, like this was at the time when they were even doing VHS, so this was pre 2000s, and they just had like the crazy VHS box art and everything like that. It was just, oh. yeah, pretty amazing. I missed that, but that's a bygone age, I guess.
1: That's that we have that the is- internet. <clears throat> thinking back like please rewind after you watch it oh my gosh <laughs> and like you did how mad you'd get if it's like oh the people didn't rewind dang it i wanted to watch my movie now i, have to wait.
0: I wow. had one of those standalone like video rewinders so that you could just put it you could just finish watching it and then just put it in the thing and just have it rewind oh huh. yeah so that saved me all of 15 seconds but anyway um So apart from that, I guess in closing, um, what would you say your goals are in terms of like where you want to be, you know, let's say post-COVID if we ever return to that sort of sense of normalcy?
1: Uh, I've always said that, always said, you know, for this uh, two years, I I never thought I'd do acting. It's it's not even one of the things where it's like, well, you know, I always as a kid did kind of want to do, no, I never thought about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I I think there's always been an underlying loving to identify with a character and and portray them. And I've always been really good with understanding emotions and portraying emotions. That's, that's probably my favorite niche. If I had to say like a a skill as an actor is like, I can do the, you know, crying on the spot films, Mm -hmm. really portraying that kind of stuff. Um, so I'd, I'd say that for some reason there, it probably was leading me to acting kind of like everything in, in life, possibly we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, still so have to make a living from it, but I've always wanted to do a TV series. Um, because it, it, you know, it keeps, it keeps going and there's a mm-hmm. lot of episodes. It's not just like a, a one movie thing. So I'm hoping that the TV series I'm going to be doing in Atlanta will become something, um, and if not, I'm not in this to become famous. I just want to be like one of those people that you see and you're like, oh my gosh, you look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, like like someone like um that's just in like Ray from Star Wars, like that actress. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Like
1: that's amazing, but she's not like, you know, Jennifer Aniston. Mm. But you know her as Ray. I want like a really cool you know, role that you like know me by. That yeah. that's in my I guess I'll say my goal to encompass everything is yeah. that people will be cosplaying me. Some <laughs> character that I do. That that's would be-
0: great. That's awesome. Um so kind of piggybacking off of that then let's say what would be your ideal character to play?
1: That's a good question. Hmm. I want okay. This is really sitting the bar high, but it is a nerdy answer. Um, you know, like Lord of the Rings. Yes. Aragorn. I want a character that you don't think is going to be a big deal,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: they're like the dark horse of it. They're mm-hmm. tough, cool, relatable. And then like the last episode, The King Returns, it's all about him. And even the writer, when he wrote in Aragorn, like he didn't know how he was going to use them or how he even like, you know, be a part of this. And at the end, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. I want to be someone like, like that kind of like the, the dark horse in, in the film and they rise up through adversity.
0: Interesting. That's my So kind of an ensemble cast and then you sort of, you you make it your own as it goes along sort of a thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of like the, the Ray from star Wars, you know, she was just like, she, you knew she was going to be someone, but then she like, became what she needed to become the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be someone that has like kind of a journey in, in their story like that of becoming what they need to become.
0: Nice. Nice. I can see that happening for you. Definitely.
1: <laughs> wow, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where can people find you online? Let's say, uh, if they want to connect with you or if they want to just, you know, basically just join your following, join your audience.
1: Um. Good question. I, I do have my website, com, and that has links to everything else. I'd say primarily Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that has, you know, in my bio, <clears throat> it links to my Twitch, links to my website, links to my Patreon um, okay. at michaeladotlee1. Michaela, like Michael with an A on the end. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to say that.
0: Awesome. All right. And then, of course, for people looking for us, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Ren Pop Culture. You can also find me on Instagram at Neoplasmic24. And, of course, the website is www.renegadepopculture.com. We are also on Anchor. That is where you can find our podcast, anchor.fm slash renegadepopculture. So yeah, a lot going on with us and hopefully we'll continue to grow. Um, just posted a couple of pieces of content today. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep that going and it's been a pleasure, Michaela. It's so nice to meet you and uh, we hope to have you on yet again, some other time yeah, in the you. future.
1: And if anyone on here latches to anything that we've said, we'd love to hear from you. If you're like, Oh, I love Lord of the Rings. Or if you even like I played castle crashers, I'd love to know exactly. that. What do you connect with from our conversation? That'd be great.
0: Yeah, if you played Streets of Rage 2, you're already my friend. I could tell you that much. (laughs) If you you loved it and you played it and you loved it, you're already my friend. Um, All right, so thank you so much, Michaela. We will see you again very soon.
1: Yeah, thank you.